Welcome to Fandoms Gone Wrong. I am Charlie. And I'm Carrie. And this week we are continuing our discussion of the 90s dub of Sailor Moon, season one. This is our part two. We're covering the second half of the season, episodes 21 to 40, because they cut episodes, so it's shorter. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. And here we start off with Jupiter. We got to see Jupiter in the show. Yep. Our favorite. Jupiter comes in. Our favorite Jupiter girl. comes thundering in. I know. It's it's such an appropriate title. I love it. And then she meets Game Machine Joe, who just looks like her ex-boyfriend, Freddy. Yeah. My so first question. Point- oh, you're going to start a question. Okay. Yeah. Did you have something? Yeah. Okay. I was going to say, at this point, a new villain comes into play. Yeah, our right? favorite. The new villain is Zoicite, which I think is hysterical because Zoicite is supposed to be a guy. But because it's the 1990s and this TV show is going to air early in the morning for little kids, all of a sudden Zoicite is a girl. A girl. And they only looks... made Zoicite a girl because Zoicite um, has a romance with a dude. And because at one point Zoicite dresses up as Sailor Moon. And every time Zoicite, you know, does something that's like rose petals or half flower no sorry they're, they're like they're rose petals but they're in the shape of hearts yeah it's just like these little hearts like floating through the air when she uses her powers or whatever which is kind of silly because again she's supposed to be a guy let Zoicide be just a femme guy it, it's fine I support I support him well all the that. guys are femme guys yeah I know well they're except Jedi guys, but, but I mean Zoicide is the most masculine guy. of the villains Zoicide's also obviously gay which is perfectly fine Zoicide is very but, gay I love Again, him. aired early in the morning on a weekday Her? for little kids. And I don't know 90s. what pronouns to use for this character. I, I think they them would work because obviously we're we gonna go we with that. Zoisite is dual female okay. male. Who knows? Okay, it doesn't matter. All I know is she's a weak character. I like Zoisite as a character. I, I think, think they're nuts, whiny, <laughs> bitchy. I'm sorry. And Actually, are we watching the same show? Sailor Moon yes. is whiny and bitchy too. I know Sailor Moon is, but Sailor Moon's not weak. She just thinks she is. Yeah. Everyone else thinks afraid. she's weak. That's like the whole thing. Everybody just, just Be- they underestimate her. Of course. Because she underestimates herself. Her strength is in her ability to make friendship to love people in the world and all that. But, yeah, you know, know, people think that's a weakness, which it isn't. That's it's why I think strength. she's a Hufflepuff. You think she's what? A Hufflepuff. A Hufflepuff. Okay. So my first thing on here is, this was like your big question that you kept bringing up every five seconds, was why did Queen Serenity trap the seven shadows in the crystal? And then we yes. we got the answer is that she actually trapped everybody in the crystal. And then for some reason they just specifically Took got the shards with them. The shards yeah. with them. They just kind of kept them. And I had this theory before that before we watched that part. I was like, oh maybe she knew that they would be reborn, and she was trying to like use the the crystal to humanize them, and that worked, and that allowed them to be healed. And so they bigger actually became real people. I got a bigger question for you. We're halfway through the season before we even find out these individual crystals and shadows exist yeah why just, did why was it big secret why did i mean let's it's so they it. could drag out the plot yeah even the big bad <laughs> didn't know what was happening the only one who knew about it was the negaverse and the negaverse didn't tell no, her barrel knew she just i think she forgot, forgot. it's kind of like everything is like revealed inch by inch like all of a sudden oh now i remember this Ooh, now yeah it's like really it's like the weirdest no, amnesia I, ever i relate to that though i relate but it's like the weirdest amnesia <laughs> ever Oops, there's my microphone. All right, so we just had like a little technology mishap where she dropped her microphone, but it's fine. 
Hopefully it's fine. Hopefully the audio is fine. We'll find out after this. So we were talking about the seven shadows locked in the crystal and how it's just kind of weird that nobody remembered that they were there until all of a sudden, woo, wait a minute. That's right. Those crystals, if we find them all, we can find the silver millennium crystal. Well, duh. How come we didn't remember this back, you know? Like, I also forgot things about this too because for some reason I thought that Dixito Mask captured three of the crystals and he only got two of them. No, he got two. They got one. Yeah. And they only got got one because Mercury was kind of with one of the seven shadows. Yep. And then they lost the one. She gave it up. Yeah. I, re- I just kind of like liked everything from that arc onward. Like I love the first part of the season, but it's a lot of Sailor Moon, Mercury, and Mars just together being annoying. And then we get everybody else. And <laughs> then there's plot. And I'm like, oh yay. Yes, plot is better. That's the pr- only problem with the TV series is way too much non-plot in there. Well, I understand I'm fine it's with character development. But we had too much time with those three characters that I wanted to... I wanted to explore Jupiter and Venus as well, and we barely got much Venus. We get to explore them in the next seasons. Yeah. But it just... I just think it's way too much extra stuff. Yeah. That's the one thing I do like about Crystal. It gets down to the story, and I prefer getting down to the story sometimes. Um, but let's get on to this. Let's talk about some more things. So um, here we are in the time of COVID. And one of the things that I think is really disgusting is that Molly shares the bloody rat. Oh my Jedi. god! It's disgusting. It's I got had a note about all that. Over it. And she gives it to her new future boyfriend. How disgusting is that, dude? I still have notes on like the first episode of this, just because it's all Jupiter, and I love Jupiter. <laughs> but yes, oh my god, that is disgusting, and okay. I hate it. Well, that's pretty close to the first episode. Was it like the second or third? That's it can't be um, too far. Uh, yeah, I think it's the second one because it's the weird priest. I don't like him. Ugh. I don't he like. Turns into the boxing. <laughs> Vulture, vulture or whatever? I don't know. A boxing vulture. It's so weird. It doesn't make any sense. And I don't get it. Okay, so you had more information about Game Machine Joe and, Ju- and Jupiter? What yeah. You well, like, my, my comment, my first comment on here is that, like, Sailor Moon makes a new friend every freaking week. It's just her thing. She's an extrovert. I don't relate. Uh, I don't well, know how she is. does it. Yeah, she is an extrovert. Again, her power is in her ability to make friendships and love and form bonds. That's what makes her stronger, so it makes sense. Let's face it. Sailor Moon is the ultimate popular girl. She's not very good in school, but everybody knows her, and she's popular. Everybody likes her. She makes friends with all the people. And she would be a cheerleader. She would. She would definitely be a cheerleader. Absolutely. She would probably fall on her ass a lot, but she'd just, like, she'd be there. No, I think she'd do okay. As long as nobody scares her. (laughs) Let's see. Oh, yeah. So, like, Jupiter, or Lita, as her English name is comes in and like pretty much five seconds into it she's like he looks like my old boyfriend and falls in love with Game Machine Joe as she just does she falls in Andrew. love with every guy and Andrew was at the end of the episode yeah but it's still in the episode every guy that every... she thinks is cute looks like her ex-boyfriend Freddie every male in the, the vicinity she will fall series. in love with that's just how it is except for Tuxedo Mask I think she might have had like five seconds and then she was like oh wait nope that's Sailor Moon's guy so like she's a bro it's fine She's cool. Um, and I think you you specifically really liked when she was trying to defend Joe from Zoysite and she threw her earring, which is a rose, at Zoysite. And so we got like a little connection between her and Tuxedo Mask. It was great. It's crazy. It's just crazy. She she like takes off her earrings and she just throws them. Like that's, that she's ballsy. I love her. Um, so I thought it was also really interesting that the, the seven shadows as humans have powers. And what are, what is each of their powers? I want to go through this. Okay, so, well Game Machine Joe has telekinesis. Mm-hmm. 
What does the priest have? Does he talk to God? Is that a power? I have no we idea got, what we the got priest nothing. powers. The no priest idea. is just an enigma. I couldn't figure... I, di I didn't find all of them had powers, but I couldn't figure out one for him. And then, of course, we've got um, Greg, Greg. who Greg can see the future. Foresight. But what does um, Rita have? Um, we, well, next is Peggy. Peggy Peggy's can see the past, I think. Yes. Peggy can see the past. Peggy can see... Uh, obviously, on some level, she can see the, the Sailor Moon Prince Darien arc because she draws them. Yeah. Yeah, she draws I mean, them a she lot. Draws, she chooses them as her models like but she drew them before they were her models i know she was which drawing is crazy. pictures of them which is yeah it's again past sight but what is what did rita have um she's smart she's i got smart. nothing she likes bugs she likes bugs she's yes that is a power I, I don't know if there's any other power there maybe there is and we just don't see it um super smart I don't know. who's after rita there's two oh, more grandpa grandpa Who's grandpa well grandpa's definitely has powers because he's got like the same abilities as ray does when she's not a sailor scout like they can dispel evil mm -hmm. so that's pretty cool. Um, and, and then we got the cat. <laughs> The cat's protective. Cat. Oh, so many knows cat. about that episode. So we're gonna talk about the cat. We have to talk about the most we're, inappropriate. We're episode gonna of get the entire there. Season, mother. We're gonna get there. You brought him up. I know. I love him, but that episode I love is him. terrifying. He's adorable, but that episode is so I hate inappropriate. That episode. I love the character. Hate the episode. The episode just doesn't make any sense. Again, this is supposed to be a show that was edited for children. This is one of the episodes they probably should have figured out a way to get yeah, it edit that out. What? And they don't even does, explain. I mean, they don't explain what happens in the episode. No, they don't. They, but this, does the this... cat have powers? That's my question right now. Um, the power to be a fat cat and adorable. Well, the cat is pretty strong for a fat cat. It's pretty agile. Yeah, I guess. It was pretty tough. It was pretty agile. Pretty empathetic. Maybe he's just, like, intimidating. <laughs> intimidating? His empathetic? Power. <laughs> he saw her and he felt for her. He didn't attack her like everybody else. He just felt sorry for her yeah. and, and protected her when he could have, like, done like all the other cats did. Um, since we're, since we're gonna go further in here, let's talk about the fact that um, this is the only episode where something highly inappropriate happens where we see that Luna is in heat. I told you Which, we'd talk about it later. Well, then you kept going on with the cat. So no, I, I just want to know about his powers. About that was it. Okay, fine. Well, we're going to get into that episode then. Um, <laughs> I did not understand this as a child. You because can attest. I was it. so confused. Like, why are all of these male cats following Luna? Luna? It's so creepy. Just make Luna's them all humans. a female humans. cat who's just running around town. And but she's in make them and all so... humans. And it's so terrifying. I mean, Luna's also the only intelligent cat besides Artemis who we meet later that we know of so it's also still really really creepy they all want to rape that her neither one of them are intelligent when we get to that because yeah they they act yeah they're they're really stupid but like they're intelligent on the level of like humans so which means they are still dumb <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but yes so it makes no sense that they don't explain i mean obviously how do you explain to little kids the concept but they the just, idea is that the cat was in heat that. and when cats are in heat male cats go after female cats so every male cat on on the street is chasing after Luna because Luna's on the street in heat. And then and he becomes kind like of her tuxedo mask and it's kind <laughs> of cute. He threw a, a dead fish. He, ch he chases all the other cats away. He takes care of her. He doesn't attack her which is kind of amazing because again that's what the nature of cats is to do at that period in time or any real animal when you're in that situation. He's overprotective. That's why I said he seems like he might be empathetic because he hmm. feels for her. He understands her fear and so instead of doing what comes natural to him he doesn't. He's protective of her instead which is awesome yeah but yeah it's kind of gross that they they actually have an episode like this this should never have happened yeah no 
I really hate the episode. <laughs> and she only ever goes into heat that we know of once in the entire series. So yeah. obviously it was unnecessary. It was really unnecessary. Also, important detail, the cat's name is Hercules, which is why I love him. He's a big fat cat named Hercules. So maybe super blue. strength is his power too. Maybe. Hercules is super maybe strong. Maybe that's why. Um, yeah, that was... Mm, do not like that episode. Um, that's a creepy episode, but he's a cute fat cat. Anyway, back to the Jupiter episode where we get They're the big Jupiter. four on her forehead. Our favorite thing. she's the she has scout. a four on her head, her forehead. Because the she's the fourth scout, right? It's because she's the, the fourth scout. But it's also literally the planetary sign. So who was the dumb asshole who made that the sign for the planet Jupiter? It's not the fourth planet. It's actually the fifth. It's Venus, Mercury, Earth, Mars, Jupiter. So here's my question for all you out there to think about. It's the it, the sign is, a, the symbol is a four. And they put her as the fourth character. Did they do that on purpose? I think they did. Because the symbol is a four. So that people would be like, oh, look, she's got a four on her forehead she must be the fourth definitely um but i think it would have been much cooler if she hit with a third scale scout or something like that That would have been fine and then it would have like confused people well okay the four is kind of weird technically if you want to go into it she's the fifth because venus was activated before sailor moon and even in the theme song venus comes first and then it's mercury then it's mars then it's jupiter which confused the hell out of me because i was like wait shouldn't it be mercury first and then venus and then mars and jupiter or or like it's either be planetary or like Venus should be last because she doesn't come until later but she's like the first one I still say the opening credits should not show all of them until they are all revealed totally agree with that it's just a spoiler pointless it it does it makes it not as exciting to find out the reveal of who the next character is I mean when you already know them I think they only do this in the English dub I'm pretty sure it's entirely different in the Japanese version because they don't say the names of the scouts in the Japanese theme song so no, everything's different in the Japanese version. Yeah, uh, they swear. There's more violence, more blood. Oh, that sounds amazing. <laughs> we could do that, but you said you didn't want to watch the Japanese. Listen, version. the '90s. We got to do it for the nostalgia, and we know it better, so we got to talk about it. Well, I've only watched the episodes a couple hundred times, so yeah. Yeah, just just a couple hundred. It's fine. Okay, so, so Leto will just fight anyone, no matter if she's in Jupiter form or just regular form, and we love it. We stand her. Um, and then just go, just a general theme that like you kept bringing up every five seconds besides the whole seven shadow thing is that Sailor Moon and the negative forces are just they're just always drawn to each other so oh absolutely she's never looking for trouble and everyone thinks that she's just like going to do whatever she wants to do no she is drawn there specifically because something bad is going on but she or doesn't drawn know to her. she does or not drawn know. to her that too they always seem to it's be drawn both. to each other it's both yeah it's cool but it's you know it's kind of crazy it's, it's like you know her super positive energy they're super negative energy just like they gotta that's just how it works it's a magnet either that or it's just really bad plot yeah <laughs> that too well, let's make it seem exciting let's make it seem I, exciting I like it that yeah I like our theory she's drawn, she's just drawn to where they're going to be next or they're drawn to where she's gonna be and together they yeah. make it work and so in that episode we get the the crescent wand my favorites of her like magic things is the crescent wand it's like the simplest and it's so cute and then it has a spot for the crystal later but my big question is why does the magic wand beep when the like the um the parts of the crystal are nearby? That makes me it's think that it's technology that it, it's and to not alert magic. Them that parts of the crystal are nearby. That's what it's for. It's but is it technology so or magic? It. If it's both, I'm fine with that. But like it's just so weird both. to me because they don't explain why it beeps. Of course it's both. It's it's an it alarm system. Be. And it's it's good. The, the only thing I you know, I just think it's kind of like weak that she only uses it to heal. She does it, I mean 
obviously it has more power because in this Well, she series, doesn't just use it to heal. She doesn't fight with it very much, though, this season. Not often. There's not like three often. times, maybe. But it's like with the crystal, when she gets the crystal, it is the most powerful weapon she has. Yes. And she still doesn't use it to its full extent. I understand the crystal drains her, blah, blah, blah. But she needs to use that crystal. The more she uses it, the stronger she'll be. Mm-hmm. And then she wouldn't have to have help to, to stop the beings. She could just take them all down. She still needs help, though. We'll get to that. No, she she asked for help. She asks for help. A good leader knows when to ask for help, as is a quote from actually season two, I think. Yeah, but as she's running and screaming, ah, help me. (laughs) Well, those times she doesn't actually need help. She's just being silly. Yeah, she's 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 being the, the young girl instead of being the superhero because she keeps forgetting that she's but, got the power. Yeah, but when she is actually being a good superhero, she's like, oh, I actually need help here. I need my friends to love and support me and help me because I can't do this by myself. So do you have any more on this one episode? Because there's a lot of episodes to go through and I um, need to sit on this one episode. Well, we talked forever. about Melvin and the bandage because that's your favorite thing. I just think it's gross and creepy, that's all. You oh. give somebody a bloody green bandage. It's not even really a bandage. It's a ripped off piece of her pajamas, which you think is hysterical that the next time we see her in the pajamas, they're all repaired. I know. Oh, she yeah, got the same ones. exact pajamas. No, it's just really bad. She, actually, she just has like 10 pairs of the same pajamas in her closet. Because <laughs> well, she's you know, a cartoon character. That's how it cartoon works. Cartoon characters and a lot of actors, <laughs> yes, they have a uniform. So yeah, I'm not surprised. Um, And then my, I think my last thing in that episode was that um, they get the locket. And the locket is also my other favorite thing. It's a foreshadowing. Because it's but a locket that was a gift long she, ago. Oh, yeah, she, she literally this, says she doesn't long ago, as if she knows, but she doesn't know. So I questioned that line so much. I think it triggered a memory, not like a fully aware memory. Like a feeling. kind of like sends her back. She has it a feeling. Like, not like something a... something out of the back of her head. She can't see it. She can't hear it. She just kind of like feels warm, I think. When, when she's asked the question about the locket, it doesn't come from her conscious mind, the answer that it's yeah. a gift from long ago. It just kind of comes from her soul. Yeah. Her, her, her soul acknowledges it. So it's not like she she said this. Oh yeah, this is a gift from long ago. It's more like it's a gift from long ago, and it kind of like it feels like it just came and out. And just kind of her fades soul. out. And yep. it's Yeah, it's very it's longing and, and cute. Long. My biggest thing for the Greg episode is that Greg is just really really emo, and he needs to calm the hell down because well, I think he's just like you have to promise to destroy me. He knows what's gonna happen, and so he's you know. But he he's doesn't like, know what's like, gonna, gonna happen after it. that. He doesn't know that everything's gonna work out okay. Well, you can only see just so far sometimes. Still. It's just he's just so dramatic and it's really it's kind of annoying, but I love him. I just like the fact that Mercury has a boyfriend for like five seconds. Although they allude to him being a boyfriend longer, they only see each other like a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We see him in two episodes. Actually, no, a third because there's the clip show in season two. So That's around a this weird time episode. Is, isn't it around this time that we find out that there's a princess we're looking for? Um, also? No, we, we found out about the princess in the Princess Diamond episode. The last Which is, in okay. our Yeah, in the last so thing we're, that we talked so, about. So I got my notes here in this whole thing as as the locket comes into play. We know Sailor Moon is the Sailor Scout from the moon, which is weird because so far all we've met is Sailor Scouts from planets. And Sailor Moon now has the moon, the star locket that she got as a gift long ago. And she doesn't... She's got this no one realizes romance with Tuxedo Mask. What I don't understand is, why does anybody think that maybe she might be the princess from the moon that they're looking for? Makes no sense because to me Because they're all dumb. It. No one on this show is smart. 
<laughs> Even Mercury, and she's the smartest one of them, and she's still dumb. You would think that Mars would have gotten some kind of like foresight into this whole thing and like somehow would have had some idea that it was gonna be Serena. This is just the worst plot twist. I'm sorry. Like, it's not a twist because if you look that's at the end, that's why the it's the worst version, plot twist because it's not a twist. You watch the opening credits, and there she is as the princess fighting. I don't think it's the same in the Japanese version, but I don't know. It's just, I don't recall. We'll have to watch that later. And we will. Get back to you. I'm Eventually. sure you can all tell us, but we, we haven't watched that in a little while. Yeah. It's just, they, it's like, it's supposed to be a plot twist, but it's a really, really bad one, really badly written. And because we all know what's happening. Yeah, we all know. Okay. So what are we up to next? Are we up to Zoicide again yet? Well, I mean, everything here is Zoicide. We're, well, no. Did, did you have we... specifically things like about Zoicide in these episodes? Because I didn't have anything. We're getting close to the big reveal where we meet Sailor Venus. We're also getting close to, um, oh God, when did, when, when is the first episode that we see her and, or them and Kunzite or Malachite? Shit, I'm confusing everything. Kunzite <laughs> is from the Japanese version. I know, but in my head, I call him together both. together the live action Japanese version is Kunzite. And there Zoysite. are more versions not... where he's Kunzite than Malachite, so that's why mm-hmm. I'm confused. I think of him as Malachite because this is the English dub and it's the Just old Just call him Mal. And... Mal. Um, I'm just going to tell you, he reminds me of a character from another Japanese anime we watched years ago, but I'm not going to go there. Um, okay. <laughs> so, anyway. Yeah. So, here we go. We got we got Malachite and Zoisette with their little romance. Yeah. It's really interesting, too, because I, I, I joked with you or, of when we were watching when he says to Mar- Queen Beryl, oh, well, I trained Zoisette. Oh, my God. Get, I hate How you. did you train Zoisette? I hate you. Lovers? <laughs> Oh, I don't like it. What kind it. of training was that all about? I'm just wondering as my eyes I mean, I love it, but I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I went there. Sorry, guys. I just had to go there. It's just kind of You like, went there in the last of... episode, too. Yeah. I, well, you know, this is explicit. We haven't sworn yet. I have not said fuck yet. Nope. Oh, there we go. Are you um, kidding me? So... I keep swearing every all the fucking time. I love to swear. Um, But yeah, no, it's just, it, it's kind of funny when he's like, oh, yeah, I trained her. And like a couple of scenes later, they're like all lovey-dovey. And I'm like, okay what kind of training was this i'm assuming he meant he trained her how to be an evil but no i'm gonna assume the sexual thing because you said that i'm gonna assume i think it's sexual too you know groom her train her into being whatever he needs her to be (laughs) yeah i just think it's funny zoicide is just like such a pain in the ass i just think it's hysterical i like zoicide because i like the voice actress who is like who does like all the villains in like the next four seasons and it's great it's that whiny laugh oh my god no <laughs> She's terrible. You love Emer- that voice. Emerald especially it. has that laugh though. At least that's a better voice than some of the voices for the main characters. I still say it, it just You hate Mercury's voice and Luna's Mercury's voice. Mercury's voice, she sounds like an old lady. I'm sorry. Mercury is supposed to be a And so does Luna. Girl. They both sound like they're 80. Well, Luna sounds like somebody's nanny. Like an old you know, but Luna is supposed to be the wise one, the guide. Yeah. I think she's pretty stupid since she didn't realize that all this time that central control was actually just Artemis sitting oh. in a machine at the arcade. God, I hate it so much. That And they still say, even after we reveal the fact that Artemis is Artemis still control, brings up central control. Still say central control and it's, it's like, like no central control was you artemis it does not exist besides you why are you saying yeah. central control told you something there is nobody that is central control yeah. I, if you've seen crystal they actually have like an actual like base at the arcade and yeah isn't it like you know, underneath or something and it's really and cool and there's computers and stuff so that would almost make a little bit of sense but this version is basically just him inside a game 
arcade game. And then box. the live action has a similar thing to Crystal, but it's, instead it's at the karaoke place because, of course. Yeah. Well, karaoke. <laughs> Who doesn't love karaoke? I think it's because all the actresses in that show were also singers, so they had do songs a bunch. It was great. Someday we will review the live action. It is a, a We're just going to be laughing our asses off the entire time. We should actually live broadcast us watching it because oh my it's God. such a shit show. If, if you want us podcast. to do that, please... Like tweet at us, email us, do it. Tell us if you want to, you want that content because yeah. I would love it. We could do a live stream. It's so bad. It's so bad. Hard to, it's hard to get a good copy too. I got like four, three or four copies before I got a copy that I could actually watch all the way through. Yeah, but literally every copy of it is like a bootleg. There's like one or two episodes that are just garble, just trash. Um, yeah, too funny. But it's it's interesting content. Yes. Okay, so we got <laughs> yeah, the Sailor go Scouts. Okay, we got the Sailor Scouts. We're I think getting I had through this. I have it's one time note to find about the big reveal venus i had i'm still not there yet i oh had like God. one listen we have <laughs> we have an hour of content here we're gonna um, have more than that <sighs> that's fine i can edit it um i had a note about like um peggy's episode one peggy i love her she's probably my favorite of the the seven shadows um but she has really stupid powers um that episode is just like so much foreshadowing about the whole like princess and the prince even though we don't actually know the tuxedo mask is a prince and we don't know that sailor moon's the princess yet still but and like just they're teasing the like... whole prince thing and that's not brought up until she, they reveal that she's a princess they're like oh, yeah. i am prince darian that's oh let's thing. not when we get to the reveal i'll get some fun stuff to talk about there too and we already talked about luna and heat because that's just hmm, creepy hmm. too creepy um although the funniest scene one of the funniest zoe side scenes is ever is when she's in the in the, the sewer or whatever and she's got her hand on the wall and it's like it's furry it's moving and then it's rats and she comes out of the sewer covered from head to toe I really hate that she's like the queen rat is back and she's like covered in fucking rats for like five minutes it's disgusting but the rats are also cutely animated so i'm just like hmm hmm do not like why are they so cute and this is they kind of look like pygmy puffs from like harry potter or like the troubles from star trek or like the um you haven't seen enough ghibli but like they have these little cute um things oh i'm forgetting what they're called (laughs) they're like they're like dust bunnies and they're really adorable that's kind of what they remind me i'll take your word for it okay so what we get now um well then my next note is the um the one scene i don't remember what episode that was but um when we have the three of them like <laughs> trying to confront zoisite in um an alley and it, it's like an alley that's like so tiny and tight that they're like all like tripping over each other and then mercury falls and then jupiter just stares at her ass and like that is my favorite screen cap from the show because it's really gay <laughs> it's really gay yep and you love that shit i know it's because jupiter is very bi she's very bisexual oh aren't they all pretty much Pretty much everyone in this show is bi, except Uranus. Yeah, Uranus is straight up gay. Straight up gay. Ha, ha, ha. Okay. But um, that's not now. That's later. Yeah, that's much later. Um. Oh, and then we get the, the Zoicide dressing up as Sailor Moon episode. That... Yes, but the highly unbelievable... How does anyone think that's Sailor Moon? Huh? How? I don't know. First of all, she's fighting a bank robbery, which is not really something Sailor Moon does. She does not do that, no. No, not usually. She's usually fighting bad guys, like monsters. And then all of a sudden, she's in this purple getup. Yeah, they change... 
colors. all of her red in the outfit to purple for some reason. And she's got that Zoisite sassy voice. And it looks like it could be Sailor Moon, except for the fact that it's purple and then it's got Zoisite's eyes. Everything else. But then, is the of same. course, Serena being Serena and being like, oh my god, the whiny little baby. She's like, I can't believe someone else is Sailor Moon. They stole my blah, blah, blah. I'm like, really? Really? Come on. You gotta yeah. know this is the bad guy. Come on. Don't, use your brain, kid. Well, they, none of these people have brains, they're all dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna Except keep bringing Mercury. it up. They're but all Mercury's dumb. Mercury's acting dumb too. So not they all have one single brain cell, and Mercury most of the time has it, but sometimes no one has it. <laughs> uh, you don't understand this because you're not on the internet enough. Okay. I'm not on the internet enough. Are you kidding me? That's like a joke. That's a meme. That like everyone's like, oh yeah, this character has the brain cell of this group. The so what's next? Okay. Um, <laughs> keeping you on track. Keeping me on track. That's hard. Okay. Then our biggest pet peeve is when Venus comes in. What is her attack? You want to talk about that? Oh, crescent beam smash. Now, first of all, Crescent Beam would make sense to be a power of Sailor Moon because it really has nothing to do with Venus. It has nothing to do with her. No. Later yeah. on, she does the love chain or whatever. That makes more sense. I love the love chain. That makes a whole lot more sense. But Oh, and why... the kiss. Love and beauty shock. Yes. It's just a but, kiss. But the, the Crescent Beam smash, I mean, I guess it's right now we don't know that Sailor Moon is the princess of the moon. And of course, as we meet Venus, everybody's like, oh, are you the moon princess? I'm like, no, well, she's Sailor V from the video games. There's a lot going on with that. Because like, um, I don't remember if they actually think she's the princess in the manga, but at the very least, she's definitely like the leader of the group. And she has her own manga before where she is the princess of her own planet. It's a whole thing. And I guess they give her some Sailor Moon-ish stuff in that. It's a weird prequel. We'll get to it someday. And then when we watch the live action, we find out that she and, pretends to be the princess for yeah, a little bit. In the live action, she actually wears like a tiara, like different than their usual tiaras. Like an actual, like, actually it's a, like it's more like a crown. Yeah, because she's it's pretending to be the princess to keep the princess's identity a secret yeah. which is good because in the la- and when you when we discuss the live action you'll find out the princess is totally fucking nuts yeah fucking totally insane. fucking nuts okay so so Venus has crescent beams we don't understand why makes no sense I don't get it's it it's a good it's a good power though I mean it worked they worked it saved them they were all trapped in a dome that was being squashed and four of them inside the dome couldn't figure out to get out all she had to do was hit a malachite in the hands and all of a sudden boom all set. that all actually good. I just realized there's kind of blood-ish in that moment I think and he has red blood Neflite had green blood i'm just rem- remembering this now inconsistencies in the plot in the, in the animation because i'm pretty sure zoicide also has red blood yeah. but and in this scene Neflite is special in this in this um episode we also have darian getting attacked and getting injured like seriously injured mm-hmm. for the first time oh i forgot to mention like in one of the episodes um when they were actually trying to get the crystals is when darian finally figures out that he is tuxedo mask mm-hmm is because he's holding the crystal when he transforms back. I think that's when he gets his first crystal, isn't it? Yes. And then he realizes who he is. But at that point, he's no longer exactly an ally. He's maybe an ally. We don't. Yeah, know. he's kind of like a villain-ish. He's gray. I don't know. Yeah. But, but yeah, so just, he, gets he gets hurt gets, really bad. He gets seriously hurt in this episode, which plays into the next episode, which is the big reveal. Oh my god, do you want to talk about that? Because I know that's like your favorite episode I love ever. The big reveal. And it's the reason favorite. why I love the big reveal in the original English dub is because it has beautiful song. It's, it's called My Only Love. Song. And this is when you find out all along that they were destined to be together. 
But what I think is interesting is he's walking around town with like blood all over him. I mean, it's not all over him. Smacked, it's just bleeding through him on the back and her his hand shirt comes away dripping and blood. his jacket. Yes, but she smacks him on the back and her hand comes away with like blood all over it. I know. It's he's not bleeding all over, but it's definitely it's going through two sets of his clothing. So that's kind of much. It's a bit much. And yet he still thinks he can fight Zoisite. Yeah, he's crazy. Which is crazy. It's, it's fine. crazy. This is when they finally realize that they have known each other all along in more than one way um, and like their... that there's a there's so much like leading to them in that episode where like she's finally like oh he's kind of like he's kind of hot mm-hmm. you know and he's like oh she's kind of hot and it's it's still kind of creepy because she's 14 and he's like 19 so yeah and there's another elevator shaft where instead of falling this oh time, my god she rescues them by jumping out of the elevator shaft so the i still don't understand elevators. why in the earlier episode they had to fall on the elevator shaft and he had to catch her um, because honestly, she can obviously get out of the elevator shaft. She does in this episode when they're in the tower heading up towards Zoisite, and all of a sudden Zoisite sends some spiraling, terrible fireball mm-hmm. to attack fire. them. Yeah, yeah, to attack them, and and she turns into Sailor Moon and jumps like, out of the Sailor thing. Moon could get us out of this, but then Darian would know who I really am. Oh well, time to go. No fun getting toasted. Yep, and then she becomes Sailor Moon, and he she reveals herself. He still hasn't revealed himself yet, though. Yeah, like she doesn't understand why Zoisite's going after him or where they're going. She's just like, I need to help him. I need to like be there for him because he's hurt. So, and then Zoisite is just like, who is this bitch? Like, why is she here? I was trying to go after Darian. And then they get up to the top with Zoisite and all of a sudden she's like, oh my God, I got Sailor Moon too. Ha, 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 oh wait, ha, we kind of, crazy we, cackle. We missed a thing because what? in the episode when um he gets hurt is when they, fi- like, they find out that he is Darian, but Beryl specifically recognizes him and this is like a plot line that they don't really talk about as much in this anime. Where Beryl comes from and why Beryl recognizes him. Because Beryl was in love with him in the past. And that was a whole thing. In this show, she like never find kind of past. liked him. Yeah, but so it's we not talked really about like this while thing. we were watching this a lot. The, the thing that they don't show in the episodes, and so it is that the guys they've been battling all the time, Zoisite, Nephlite, Malachite, they're all friends of Prince Darian's who have been twisted to believe that the Moon Kingdom people were bad and they became twisted by the Negaverse mm-hmm. and worked for Queen Beryl. So technically they were all yep, they're his good guys generals. at one time. Yeah, they were his generals. So they were all friends of Darien's. And his so we don't even know. We find out when Darien is injured and almost dies that he is the prince. This is when we find out he's the big prince. But what's even more exciting is that when he gets sick and he's dying there after he's attacked by Beryl. Well, Beryl actually tries to attack Sailor Moon he jumps in the way to save Sailor Moon mm-hmm. um, because he's the hero. He's always trying to help her. And he finally, I think, starts realizing what's going on. Um, we find out that even though the crystals were all not with Sailor Moon, Sailor Moon, again, being the all-powerful being of love that she is, all she had to do was feel sad about the fact that her love of her she life She had to feel dying. love, I think. And she cries. Well, she always feels love, but she this finally, is, this she cries time, time that I remember, and, like, the crying tears as magic thing. Yeah, but it's great. She cries the tears that form the crystal and actually call the parts of the crystal to her. So all along they were fighting, looking for the crystals, and all she really had to do was figure out what was going on, and she was able to pull the crystals to her without even trying. Mm-hmm. And I think this is how we know that she is the ultimate strongest power there is. She just doesn't realize it, which is why the whole series is all about her bumbling through life, because she never actually fully embraces the fact that she is the most powerful being. Yeah. Because of her she immense is God. 
capacity to love. She's God. Not quite, but, you it, know. You know, if she is Sailor Cosmos, as it kind of happens in the manga, she's God, pretty much. Or the she becomes God. Get in this world that they created. But, I mean, she so she becomes the princess. And the funniest thing about this, her becoming the princess in this version, is all of a sudden she comes up with this weird, affected, kind of fancy accent. And it's so bizarre the I way she princess talks Serena at this point. Hume. You hate the voice. It's so crazy. But I love it because the song is so beautiful. and I listen to it often. It makes me cry whenever I see the scene where she becomes the princess finally. Yeah. And the princess is revealed. And that's what the song says is that she's in love and she's finally revealed. And I all she has to do right is now. take that crystal and that wand and she just like beats the crap out of Zoisite without even trying. All she does is hold up the wand and she re- she deflects anything that's thrown at her and then she sends it back. It's it's awesome. Yeah. It's Never awesome. That crystal. In your arms the, I'll stay. My only love. What I think is interesting is they don't really talk about it but the crystal is not just part of her. It's actually like it's that thing that reflects her power. It, it mm-hmm. takes her power amplifies it and then sends it out. Yep. So and then she, she can also crystal, just die if she uses it. If she uses it she does die but she doesn't die because well, she her doesn't immense die capacity in that episode. for love brings her back. She dies later. She, it's fine. She dies so many times in the series Every and five seconds when she uses the crystal she's just gonna die and But she gets a back. power up too. Whenever I know. she's at that point she's... of dying almost she powers okay. up. Okay. Theory here. Sailor Moon is a phoenix. That would make perfect sense. Every actually. time she uses the crystal, she loses all her power and dies. And then she is like reborn stronger. She's a phoenix. She gets a new weapon. She gets more she's power. A and everybody else gets phoenix. a power up. And then she becomes a goddess. It's fine. Well, she does when she's the queen. Neo Queen Serenity, she actually oh, yeah. you know, transforms Tokyo into her. I always her forget own. about the queen. I still think it's hysterical that Tokyo is the center of the universe. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. It's, it's fine. like one of the smallest like parts of the world, Japan, and yet it's the It's fine. Of Crystal the Tokyo is an aesthetic. I don't remember what I was going to say. I don't either. <laughs> Cuz you just you just you went you went for it and I wanted you to go for it. I have to go for it. I love this. I love the reveal episodes, the two episodes. The second one is where they try to find their way out of the tower and they get attacked again and again. She uses this incredible amount of power to save them. And she uses moon cosmic power. And then she, again, like, collapses because that's what she does. Yeah, she's just, she she needs, um, like, the, one of the, the fainting chairs every five I mean, seconds. Again, the crystal takes her energy and it focuses it and, and amplifies it and sends it out. But when it takes her, it literally draws her power out of her and sends it out. So then she's got to recharge, like, a battery it's for a little her bit. Love. So she gets tired. It's using her love. Yeah. But also, her love is endless. Absolutely, which is why she comes back. She just yep. needs to like recharge, like rest a little bit and recharge. Mm-hmm. Um, and we see this more in the movie because when we see the first oh my Sailor God. Moon movie, my favorite movie, they give her life force. Sailor Moon R, Promise of the Rose. We'll get to it someday. There's I, so mm-hmm. many plot twists in there, I love that movie. <laughs> I and cry. it ties up pieces of other stuff in the in the series. Which is kind okay. of fun. Oh, okay. there was something else about this episode. Um, well, there's a couple things. Because I think it was supposed to be longer. We once watched, like, the Japanese version of it, like, at a panel at a Comic-Con. And there's things that they were cut out. Like, Tuxedo Mask jumps in front of Sailor Moon when Zoisite is going to, like, hit her with a... I don't know. It's like an... A crystal. Like a crystal, like an ice thing. It. I don't know what it yeah. is. But she's Just going to stab her. And then Tuxedo Mask jumps in front of Sailor Moon. But we don't see that. We just kind of see, like, her being like, watch out! And it's like, but she was... Zoysa was aiming it at Sailor Moon, not at Tuxedo Mask. 
And then it, but it looks like it was aimed at Tuxedo Mask the way they yeah. show it in this version. Um, and honestly, that could have been a lot bloodier too because it like stabs him and we see like a shadow of how it stabs him. That could have been, that was still pretty graphic, but it could have been so much more graphic. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, and then there was another thing in the second part of the episode when um, Sailor Moon is like, oh no, I don't want to be the princess. I don't want to be Sailor Moon. I don't want to be anything. I just want to be Serena, a normal teenager. And then Sailor Mars slaps her. And that's cut out. She, she just straight up slaps her and they cut it out. But, but then they show st- her with the red mark on her yeah, face. Yeah, like five seconds later. Face. It's like Mars is going up to go slap her, but then it cuts, and then Sailor Moon is like holding her face, and she's hunched over, and then Mars is like going over to her. It's like, and her face is all red. Yeah, from, like from the slap mark. Um, so yeah, they cut out some some crazy violence. I, what I think is really interesting sense. is this is a running theme throughout the entire series. Sailor Moon is, is, I mean, this episode is called the Reluctant Princess. She is a reluctant princess. She's she reluctant. Really everything. just wants to be the popular regular girl that she is. You know, having a good, life, a good life, eating too yeah. many donuts or cakes or whatever. She thinks it's really She eats buns, so much and she still looks great. I'm <laughs> yes. jealous. That's so. again, she's just like a cheerleader type. But she just wants to live a normal life. She wants to have a good time, hang out with her friends, be silly and be a goofball like she is. And she's being told she has to take on all these responsibilities. And so throughout the entire series, you see where she really just wants to be a normal kid. Yeah. And what I think is interesting is once we get to know the Sailor Scouts better, we find out that each one of them amplifies a little bit about her or, you know, relates to something within her that she needs to be. You know, I love it. What is her connection to Mercury besides video games? Video games. Mercury is amazing (laughs) at video games. She was like, she didn't even have to try. She just like winning them all. Yeah, that was her first time playing video games and she like broke the high score. (laughs) Like they, they all have a weird connection to her, but it's a whole thing. Okay. So we got the princess, and then we get um, the Darian crazy is... episodes where Tuxedo she's trying Mask to be is a captured. Yes, Tuxedo Mask is captured because that all of a sudden Beryl realizes that so it's much. her love, and she wants to turn him into evil to fight Sailor Moon to get the Silver Millennium Crystal. So, so she wh- brainwashes him. It bugs me so much because the Negaverse could have captured him at any time. They could have captured Sailor Moon at any time. Why do they need to do all this crazy antics when they're not even in the room and then this, like, force field comes around him and then he disappears? Yeah. It they doesn't make just sense. They just teleported him right out of the room. They could have captured anyone at any time and they only use that to capture Darien. Yeah, but it goes back to all the other crazy stuff I say they do. I, I don't understand why they Is she protected all this time by the crystal? And all this energy to try to get more energy. Wait. <laughs> Do you think maybe they can't just capture Sailor Moon because she's protected by the crystal? But they and if could they, probably get everybody else. Maybe they, yeah, they they could have done that. They could have gotten everybody else and left her by herself so she would have to, you know, do the thing. But still, they never try to capture her and she's holding the crystal and they want the crystal. So why didn't they try to just do that thing with her? But maybe it's because the crystal is protecting her somehow. I don't, no, know. I don't know. It's just very annoying to me that they could just capture him so easily. The Negaverse also has no brain cells. Maybe they can catch him easily because he's weak at that point. Maybe that's why. That too. Because the other time that they dead. do capture him, he's also passed out. It happens twice. It's very mm-hmm. annoying. Okay. Next episode is when we get a little bit of Venus and Moon friendship. Because we need more Venus. 
Venus doesn't get enough characterization in season one. And they go to a hair salon. And then it's just like, whose hair did the Negaverse steal? Because the Negaverse steals a piece of blonde hair from the fight with um, the Sailor Scouts in the last episode. And then they're like, oh, we're gonna, we're gonna use this so we can find Sailor Moon, the princess, so we can get the crystal. It's just a so blonde a hair. There are two blonde Sailor Scouts. So Sailor we had the debate. And Sailor is Venus. It, does it match Sailor Venus because Sailor Venus has Sailor Moon's hair on her from brushing her hair? Or did they actually just grab Sailor Venus's hair at the fight? We, we don't, don't know. know. It could be either one. Absolutely. It's, it's Schrodinger's hair. That's what it is. It's In both the end, Sailor it Moon to the wrong and Sailor person. Venus's. Yeah, they, they assume that they Venus attack is Venus Sailor Moon. thinking that she's Sailor Moon. But they're both in the same place anyway. Sailor Moon saves her. Yada, yada, yada. And then we see Tuxedo Mask in his brainwashed form. And it's really sad. Yeah. So here's what I just, I never understand. Because it just makes no sense. Mm-hmm. She looks exactly the same when she's Sailor Moon as when she's Serena. <laughs> there is no difference in her look and no difference in her hair. Except for the little balls inside of her meatball hair. Why don't they suspect that that's her when she walks in there with the blonde hair and the big giant ponytails with the meatballs on her head? No one else in the entire show has that hairdo. Another problem here is that <sighs> if they had not, you know, done all that weird mind stuff to Tuxedo Mask, he could have told the Negaverse who she was. <laughs> well, that would have been way so too easy, right? dumb. <laughs> he knew her identity. Plot uh, holes. I'm Ways sorry. to extend the plot I'm just going to keep screaming about this. It's true. <sighs> They're so dumb. And then the, every time that he comes back in the next few episodes to attack them, he's like Tuxedo Mask, specifically because they know Tuxedo Mask and they're all going to be like, oh no, yeah. is he okay? We like Beryl him. Wants them to, Beryl wants Tuxedo Mask to kind of like throw them off their game because they see Tuxedo Mask and they think, oh, we can save him. But, but really... Prince Darian his- is so much stronger. He has a sword he doesn't really do the rose thing he's just less dorky in general better yeah, design the, so let's go forward five minutes in time when we're into the next season why doesn't he do prince darian in the future well we already know he's much more powerful as prince darian he in says the it first himself in arc season, of next season there's a good reason why that doesn't happen but we'll get there eventually yeah i don't think it makes any sense i, think I really hate moonlight nights I really oh, hate night is terrifying, but that's later. It's also kind of racist, so we'll get there. Oh, because it's supposed to be like the Arabian Nights. It's yeah. he's an Arabian and he's wearing like all that stuff, and he's a Japanese man. Is that's he Japanese racist. though? Because none of them look Japanese. Uh, at that's all. true. And he's tall. Yeah, that's true. He's kind of too tall to be Japanese, isn't he? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you can have tall Japanese people. I'm not trying to say you can't, but it just seems weird that he's he doesn't look Japanese. And then Andrew is blonde. <laughs> Mercury has blue hair. Nothing makes sense here. No, um okay sense. okay back to oh my god my next note i'm gonna i'm gonna cry <laughs> so my next note is just about that one villain our favorite villain now from the ski bunny episode oh with the snowman on her boobies and on her vagina oh that makes faces that's the weirdest it thing doesn't it makes like open an open mouth face, face but it's like right and it's like there. right between oh her God. legs and it's here they edit all this other stuff for inappropriate content and then they leave <laughs> that of all things 
That's like oh so God. inappropriate. I can't. But that's hysterical that they cut all this other stuff out for inappropriate content and then they think that they a snowman face on someone's JJ is okay. This is what I mean when I say the villains get more and more sexualized as the show goes on. First villain, she has no boobs. Continually, they get bigger and bigger boobs and just more things around their boobs and their vaginas and it's weird and it's hmm why why are they sexualizing the villains let's face it japanese anime is sometimes geared towards older men i think i don't think that's what it's geared towards but okay well the 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 visuals maybe not the storyline because the storyline wouldn't necessarily appeal to you know at least kind of appeal to older men and teen boys at least in sailor moon i don't recall the other weird trope in anime where they have just boobs that defy gravity no but they have skirts that are so short that are ridiculous i mean it's easy to fight in them i get it but they're so short i have to tell you about something so there is like a video of like how crazy the boobs get in anime maybe it's a game but like it's a it's just a boobs like moving in a weird way to avoid a bullet coming towards this chick and it is the weirdest shit ever and i'm glad that they don't do that on sailor moon <sighs> no but they do uh, some other really weird shit like again they snowman, do snowman boobs and the snowman yeah. face on everything she just with the open mouth it's just like what hello i don't i didn't need that villain i mean i needed it so i could laugh and cry but i did not need it um okay and again yeah. i think it's interesting that it took them like 10 minutes of sitting there in the in the snow pile behind the avalanche to figure out oh if we just transform yeah of course they, at that point it was too late because that episode was dumb in general because like the literal title of the whole um what was it the ski tournament or whatever was, was called the snow princess thing and they're just like oh yeah sailor moon will be drawn to this just like you know well she was she drawn is? to the princess academy where she... they find out that she could throw the discus oh i love that episode I'm that episode is just it, hysterical like, it's so good it's so crazy it's so crazy okay and they come you... back they come back to that mansion in season three with a different dude because it's like the rose mansion and that's countess yeah. rose and then later on it's a different dude who also has the same like name family name okay but we're talking about this one now so but yeah in the ski bunny episode like i know she's dumb and she does want to join the thing but i don't think it has anything to do with the fact that it's snow princess or no, she just wants a free moon trip. princess she just wants she just to wants ski she wants a free two weeks of skiing that's why she joins it i don't even think she wants a skiing she just wants a free trip yeah, she wants a free trip. She doesn't, I mean, we know she doesn't ski We well. don't she, see snow a lot the in this show, but like, this is a very snow heavy episode. And then yeah, there's also the, the ice skating one. Because yeah. it's it's well known that Princess Serena of the Moon Kingdom was a great ice skater. I don't know why that was a plot line. We didn't even it's know she a was a princess plot. until like five minutes ago. And now all of a sudden it's well known she's like an amazing skater. It's so Plot twist, Serena's not an amazing skater, she, <laughs> for the most she part. She is only when she's with Tuxedo, Tuxedo Mask. Mask. It's It's like their love is bringing back the old memories and her muscle memory, and so she can do it again. Without but when Tuxedo she's trying Mask, to do it by herself, she can't Serena. even stand on the ice. So yeah. But we did skip over the Princess Dun- uh, the Princess Rose thing, because that was gross. I'm sorry. I, f- I forgot to write notes on that episode. I love but that I episode. I love that episode. I mean... To get into the academy, to sh- this is when they're really trying to find the moon princess. The negaverse is trying to find the moon princess. Well, they're not trying to find the her. To they're in- just trying to capture her. Yeah. they already so the know who to- she is. The way to get into the moon prin- the the academy, the princess academy, is to be able to throw a discus or a frisbee. How is that a princess thing? Well, it isn't, but it is a 
moon princess. I know thing. it's a Sailor Moon thing because her tiara turns into mm-hmm. a discus or a boomerang, according to Zoysites. And this is when we see just how much of a pig Sailor Moon really is. I mean, they have her sitting at the table and everybody's sipping gently, and and she's just like gobbling. Did stuff we mention up with how Zoysite died? Did we mention that? No. Okay, Zoysite died in the episode <laughs> where they revealed the princess. <laughs> We're backtracking again because she just likes to jump around. She jumped ahead two episodes and then she's jumping back again. Well, I have ADHD. You have ADHD. We're just, we're having a time here. I don't do things in order. I hope you guys can follow us. I hope you don't get too upset, but oh well, fuck it. Zoysite Zoysite is... dies in the arms of her love. Zoysite is killed by Beryl for failing and also she was weak anyway. Because Sailor then, Moon kicked her ass. Yep. And then Zoysite is just kind of like lying on a thing and Malachite like hugs them and it's cute and then they die and turn into flower petals. And she, yeah. Just float away. The roses. Yeah. The hearts or whatever. Just kind of float away. That's a whole thing. It, it's definitely all about their romance, which is kind of funny because they're supposed to be the bad guys. So who cares about their romance? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I like Any that. more about Zoysite's end? Well, then we get more of Malachite. And do we want to talk about Malachite's design? Because we didn't talk about that. He's got a cape. He's the only one whose like, uniform has a cape and is like open a little bit so you can see his chest. Oh, yeah. You can see his chest. And then he's so got like that sexy. mad hair and it's white. He's just... He's just so cool looking. <laughs> and then my favorite insult that the Sailor Scouts give him is that they call him a surfer dude. And it's just so weird and random. He looks more he looks like the kind of guy who'd be on the cover of like every romance novel. Oh like, yes, definitely. He's a Fabio. Yes. yes, he's definitely a Fabio. He's got the hair and the look and the open chest. I mean, thank God it wasn't the seventies, he might have had a hairy open chest. That would have been gross. Ooh, no. But yeah, it's kinda of bizarre. Yeah. He's he's a character, um, and he's a surfer dude apparently. Then we get to the weird plot line of them trying to recapture all the crystal carriers in the Seven Shadows, um, which was pointless. Totally and pointless. we're confused because Prince Darian goes to do this. Prince Darian, not Tuxedo mm-hmm. Mask, and he goes to capture Rita, who knows Darian, but not, has no idea who he is. She doesn't know Prince Darian, but he looks the same, and he still She's says, "My name is Darian." like you both know each other you're both friends with andrew what the hell she's dating his best friend it makes no sense that they didn't know each other i mean she had to i mean he him. wouldn't know her just because kidding. his brain is just bleh right now but she should recognize him right on spot and said hey darian what are you doing in that weird getup?" but no yeah. of course not also i like to note her voice actress changed just randomly that was weird and it threw me off honestly the whole episode is pointless yeah because five seconds later um they break the the crystal that they trap them all in and sailor moon heals him and then the negaverse captures him again so they can brainwash brainwash him him. pointless totally pointless um and then i think the episode after that is the fractious friends one my least favorite episode this is when they start fighting to pretend that they don't want to be part of a team with sailor moon anymore it's a dumb plot yes like it was Sailor Moon's idea, too. She's just like, we'll just, you know, pretend that I want to uh... ditch you guys and you guys want to ditch me so then I can get to the Negaverse. It does almost the, work. This, almost. This is the one with the reporter, right? Yeah. Oh, God. The reporter who is also a ninja because the Negaverse 
made her a villain, and she looks like a hippie, which is kind of funny because it's like I kind of like her. (laughs) She's weird, but the episode idea is really dumb. Yeah, and again, Sailor Moon goes to a jewelry robbery, but of course she would do this one because it's Molly's. Yeah, because Molly, you know, she's got to protect her people, so she goes to protect Molly, and this is where they. And we have to remember that Molly exists because Molly's not going to appear pretty much ever again, except for like one episode in season three and one in season two. We barely ever see Molly. Together with Melvin, she's pretty much out of this series. And now she's together with Melvin. Wait, I forgot Tuxedo Melvin, the best episode. But like, oh my god, that's so sad. He just starts dressing up in a tuxedo, just like Tuxedo Mask. And the Sailor Moon tells him that follows Molly around. Yeah, because Molly kind of doesn't seem to like him. Like, she, she she likes him, but she's embarrassed by him. Because he's weird. So Sailor Moon says, describes basically what she likes about Darien yeah. as a way to, is a way to encourage Melvin and basically Tuxedos Melvin decides to be Tuxedo and Melvin. And roses with a cape. Yes. And mystery like, and saving her. So then all of a sudden he says, okay, so I'll be Tuxedo Melvin. And that annoys Molly even more. Yeah. And she's but just that's like, I wanted you to be yourself. Can't you just no, be yourself, Melvin? Yeah. <laughs> she, he needs to be himself. Her and her crazy accent. He needs to be himself. He needs to... Why she likes him, we still don't know because she acts like she doesn't half the time and then she acts like she does. So we, we never really quite understand it's, what the It's because they're friends. They've had chemistry. They've known each other for years. You know, it's a whole thing. I but, think it's just a way to get her out of the plot. Yeah. They, the she gets part. a boyfriend and then she never talks to Serena again. Well, she does once or twice. I know. Here in a little, little bit. Like, but once really a season much. and then... I don't think we see her after season three, but I could be wrong. I don't recall it. We'll see. Eventually, we'll go watch. If it happens, seasons. I will take notes on that. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. What is next? Um. Yep. 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 Um. My favorite line is when Artemis is like, "Oh, if only uh Sir Sailor Moon would trip Queen Barrel. Maybe that's how uh, she'll defeat her." And I kind of wish that it happened now. <laughs> that's the best line you got. Yeah, well, he's just like, maybe she'll have a klutz attack. No, see, in this series, this so season, stupid. the best the best situation is when he's pretending to be central control. And he's no, it's in not the, video the best. Game, and Stop then he has it up. a malfunction and all of a sudden... Stop bringing it up. And then all of a sudden he's revealed to be central control. I hate you. And then like another episode later he says, "Well, according to central control, it's like we already revealed that you're central control. So stop that." We've 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 talked about this to death. Central control is dead to me. Does not it's exist. Dead to you. We're done. Okay. And then we get the whole episode. It was supposed to be a two-parter, but in the English dub they make it a uh, just one episode. Because they cut out all they, kinds of goodies. They cut out of all of the death, death scenes. scenes. They had violent death scenes for every Sailor Scout because we did watch this in the new dub, I think, like forever ago. And I've seen it in the Japanese version too. They all die. I really like... Spoiler, they all die. I wish we had kept the two-parter stuff and all like the gory death scenes just because... Of the animation, they have better animated hair when they are dying. Yeah. I just think it's interesting. So, to, in order to fight Queen Barrel, they have to go to the North Pole. They get to the North Pole, and the Doom and Gloom girls are there. And one by one, they take the girls out. And then at the end, there's one left with Sailor Moon, that's Sailor Mars. And Sailor Mars is like, "Oh, you know what? It's my time to die. Alone. I gotta go and die. With I gotta die. Else, basically, I'm like, guess why I'll die. Are you giving in so easily. So basically, they all just give themselves over to dying. But as we find out, when Sailor Moon becomes the Moon Princess for the final battle with Beryl, they all come in spirit and lend her their power. Yeah, and it's so cool. Which is amazing it's so, it's so and awesome. And it's I the best it. scene of the series, when or season at least, when she fights Queen Beryl and uses the power of you know, light, which... 
There's a problem with this scene because What's it's in it? it's in the theme song. We already know that this scene is going to happen because it's in the fucking theme song. Again, that's the English Canadian dub. They they just didn't keep any secrets from us. They really No, they didn't. didn't. They did not try. Um, the first time you watch it, you're all anticipating, okay, any minute now we're going to meet the next Sailor Scout. Any minute now we're going to meet the next Sailor Scout. We never do. And then all of a sudden we do. And yeah, it's just you know what's going to happen. You know what's coming. It's it would have been really cool if they slowly introduced characters in the opening as yeah. they arrive. It would have been great, but they didn't. I know? like shows that have different theme songs or different opening sequences when new characters arrive. Like, okay, not to get off topic here, but like season five of She-Ra, they changed the opening sequence a few times in that season because things happen, people change sides, new characters arise, yada, yada, yada. And I wish they had done that for Sailor Moon, but, you know, God forbid. Sad. God forbid they do that. They just tell you everything right up front, and then you have to wait for it all to come up. Yeah. Oh, and then, the so the series ends, or the season ends, and everybody dies, and then they're all resurrected, and, and they don't remember anything! Yay! Mind wipe! Sailor Moon's power brings everybody back to life, and everybody forgets what's going on, and she gets to be and it's a super normal annoying. girl again. And then, I think... the next big bad. I think, um... She actually ends up having both of the cats for a while there. I could be wrong, but I, I feel like so. she, I think the cats I know each other because the cats don't forget. The cats don't forget anything, so the cats yeah, don't no. know each other. That's why well, you that's see the cats because they weren't involved the in the fight. Scene. If they had mm-hmm. been there, oh, we we also glazed over the fact that she did save Tuxedo Mask with the power of love. Um, all he had to do As was always. touch the locket, and he was healed. Of course, and everybody lends their strength to her to help her fight the big. But bad he does not lend him. his strength. He's just not this off. time. He does in other versions. In he other... does in Promise of the Rose, best yeah. movie, and it's yeah. a pretty good movie. It's a pretty good movie. So that's she that gets season. naked. Oh, okay. I'm the gay one here. Why is that your favorite thing that she gets naked? Because I think it's hysterical. I think it's hysterical. They always transform in front of everybody. You never see them actually naked because they wear about all the lines. And oh this one, God. she's actually pretty much naked there. Yeah. It's a... okay. Plot. Well, we'll that get was that. a spoiler. Okay. So we went over all of season one. Now I wanted to do one last thing. I wanted to sort, sort the Sailor Scouts. I, I've already told you, I think Sailor Moon is most likely a Hufflepuff. Because that's like See? her main defining trait is friendship and loyalty. She's not she's not hardworking when it comes to like school and anything. But when she when there's something she wants to do, she's she sets her mind to it. She does the thing. Okay. So, so. I'm going to agree and disagree at the same time. And here's why. Um, she's a protagonist. Since we're talking about sorting. I'm going to just jump to Harry Potter for a second. There's a character <clears throat> in Gryffindor who is very much like that. A bumbling person who really wants to be a hero but doesn't know how to be a hero. And always stumbles through. And at the Neville. end of Harry Potter, we find out why he's a Gryffindor. And I think she's a Gryffindor because even though she is all about the love and that is her strength, she is brave when she needs to be brave. She does go forward and pushes through and does these things that she's not by nature wanting to do. And I think for that reason, she is a Gryffindor. She is worthy and she is a brave. Yeah, that's why okay. I think she's a Gryffindor. So like last week, I did a YouTube video where I sorted all of the Serial Scouts. And I came up with the fact that they could bo- they could all be in like two different houses. And maybe like their different houses are based off of whether they're in their civilian form or they're, they're Sailor Scouts. So maybe like Sailor Moon is a Gryffindor, but Serena's a Hufflepuff. Could be. That would work, kind of. Because I, I totally mean, see it. Whole thing about She's a protagonist, anyway, so. and a lot of protagonists are generally just Gryffindors. That's just kind of how it works. Yep. 
Um, okay, so the next one, Sailor Mercury. Obviously, she's Ravenclaw. Mercury, obviously. I I also sa- said like she kind of has some Hufflepuff traits to her, just because like she's fiercely loyal and she's hardworking in school. She's ten chapters ahead, but, but yeah, see, I Ravenclaw would say that is the that obvious makes one. Her- a Gryffindor again because she's very much like oh my god. Hermione. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> is she not like Hermione? She's just like Hermione. Hermione is like the brainiac, you know the smart what? One, the clever she's one, not. but in the end, she's a she's Gryffindor. not like Hermione because Hermione is like all about social justice, and that's what makes Hermione a Gryffindor because she's like, no, we're gonna help the fucking house elves. And we're going to free them. That's why Hermione's a Gryffindor. Mercury is too soft-spoken to be a Gryffindor. Uh, I don't know. I think she's pretty tough, too. I think she yells maybe one time in the series. And she wears blue, so that makes it work. Yeah, no. Whatever color you're wearing also dictates what house you're in. So, a lot of the time, at least. Maybe not all the time. But she's a Ravenclaw. so, So, next up. What we got? Mars. I thought Mars was either a Gryffindor or a Slytherin. I want to say Mars could definitely be a Slytherin. Most because definitely. She's because so freaking ambitious. She's ambitious. She's not always the nicest one in the group. She tends to be the one that fights the most with Serena. But she's also just like really goes in guns blazing and that's a Gryffindor thing. And then there's also like she she is also kind of a planner because of the fact that she's got um her mystical powers of precognition and that that feels kind of slithery to me i don't know no i agree i agree i can't tell i feel like she's definitely a hat stall and then we've got jupiter 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 is a hufflepuff okay i was gonna say she's either gryffindor hufflepuff. or hufflepuff she's because like i mean gryffindor's the, the brain... obvious choice for her because like she's badass she's brave and she's badass like a gryffindor so you could definitely put her in gryffindor but i'm gonna but say she's, she's hufflepuff because what does she want to be when she wants she to wants be... to be a cook <sighs> A housewife. housewife. She, she wants to do all of the, the traits that just make her like, mm-hmm. yeah, she, she's just, and yeah, she's I, just not a, I like, think I want to be manga, a fighter. She wants I to am be a fighter, a but I want to be one. In the manga, huh? I, wa- I want to say she wants to be a florist, and that's even yeah. more Hufflepuffy, Hufflepuffy because they're all about, like, plants. They have yep. that connection, so. But she's also Gryffindor-ish because she's she she is um, she's brash. She's brave. Of all of them, she of in my opinion, of all of them, she's the most physically strong. Yes. Mars has the That's just true. mystical power and probably one of the strongest weapons. I think that Jupiter has got the most physical strength. Yeah. Okay. So Venus, I found to be kind of hard just because what is her personality? Just besides, she's. She's basically Sailor Moon. Except... She's Sailor Moon, but with a twist. Yeah. Um. I. I. I'm torn by this one. I want to say a little Hufflepuff. I want to say a little Gryffindor, but in the end, I, I think she's a Slytherin. I was gonna say she's either I Hufflepuffy Slytherin. or Slytherin. I did not see any Gryffindor, but that's just me. I mean, she's she's fighting. She's tough. She's a little bit opportunist. She was an idol, so she she you know she has like I don't know a little bit of ambition there. You know, she wants to be mm-hmm. an idol again, so she's got that ambition yeah. again. Yeah. She really um, just wants to be like an idol that's that's her whole personality besides she awkward. is the most like sailor her her and jupiter i think are the most like sailor moon oh yeah definitely yeah, jupiter jupiter's got you know they they are all three of them are boy crazy yeah. first of all they They're all fall in love really with like the same people at all except well venus is the only one who doesn't fall in love with andrew but all three of them fall in love with uranus Yes, but they're all they're they're love crazy. They're not um, academics. So school no. is not their thing at all. Um, they just they they all are like into idols. Yeah, they they just they're fangirls. I, I just think they're they, all the fangirls. Three of them are that's very their much personality. Alike. Yeah, and that's why we didn't I get enough them. of them this season is because they're too much like Sailor Moon. That's okay. We'll get more of them as we go forward. Um. Okay. And what we'll about... watch some more episodes later. We're gonna change it up after this. For what later. about Luna 
Artemis, and Darian. I want to say Artemis Luna's just a hard, hard Ravenclaw. Let's see. I, she reminds me of McGonagall. Oh, okay. She's very much like McGonagall. And she's a cat. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> there's that, but she reminds me very much of McGonagall. Okay. Artemis, Artemis, I would say Artemis either Ravenclaw or Slytherin. What? Artemis? I did not see this. Yes, come on. He's playing this weird, this weird, ridiculous game. The with central his. control. I'm gonna go thing back again. to central control. <laughs> That's gonna be he's the very meme. controlling. He he <laughs> pretends to be something he's not. He tries to like control the situation for a while with his his fake central control thing. When all he really had to do was just like be who he is and just be out there and and say you know this is what's going on and this is what we're gonna do. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but he could definitely be Ravenclaw. I was gonna say just Hufflepuff because he's like. He exists, and he's always the awkward one of the group. Like, he he's smart, but, I don't know, he always gets the most shit thrown at him. Well, because he's, he's one of the few guys yeah. in the cast, so, I, I mean, this is a girl-driven show. This is all about magical girls. It's a girl-driven show, and he's a guy, so he gets shit on a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Same as Darian. What house yeah. is Darian? Tuxedo Mask. I elf. No. <laughs> what? What'd you say? Oh, elf. <laughs> oh, he's a muggle. That's it. That's his house. He's a muggle. He probably is a muggle. Now, Prince... No, no wait, worse Darian. than that. Darian is a squib. Okay. Prince Darian <laughs> would definitely be a Gryffindor, but Darian as himself is a squib. And I'm See, sorry, but... I was thinking, I'm just like, is, I don't want to give him up. Hufflepuff just because I don't know what house to put him in. And that Hufflepuff is always the spare house. But see, Darian has so oh. many different parts. You've got Darian. You've got Tuxedo Mask. Where would you put Tuxedo Mask? Nowhere. Nowhere. <laughs> Tuxedo Mask and, is a house elf. And the next season we meet the Moonlight Knight, and the Moonlight Knight is definitely a Hufflepuff. I okay. think he's definitely a Hufflepuff. He doesn't actually do anything, but he's just there you know to what? give her love and guidance. I Okay. <laughs> and so, so he's inspiration at that point. I wouldn't sort him here, but I think Tuxedo Mask thinks that he is a Ravenclaw because he's like, I'm going to give you some sage advice to help you do this. And then he leaves. He did. Yeah. He That's did not he do anything. Slithering. He didn't do anything. Or a squib. <laughs> he's not helpful. But Prince Darian is definitely a Gryffindor. Prince Darian is brave. Or maybe a Ravenclaw because he's clever. He tries his crazy plot that doesn't work to try to in the next season. Um, oh my God. Work. He's so dumb. It's next he's season. Well, I hate him. I really again, do. It's a female-driven show, and so the men just aren't given good roles. They're really not written to be they, very smart. They're the man candy. <laughs> yes. Tuxedo they Mask the is candy. the Ken to Sailor Moon's Barbie. Yep. Okay. Oh. So in every episode, I'm trying to do this thing called Gone Wrong, where we say, what do you think went wrong in this in this media that we're consuming, and what would you change if you could? <sighs> well, I think last episode I already talked about central control. I feel like... I would get rid of the fact that they can just kind of teleport Darien wherever. They can they just take it make it so that like Malachite is like picks him up and then teleports him wherever. That would that would have worked so much better cuz well, it would have made sense It's such then a plot hole to me. Well cuz they could if they could teleport and then they could teleport anybody anytime. Yeah. And they don't. It's so annoying. It's such a plot hole. What would you what what is the problem for you and how would you change it? The the biggest problem I have and it's through the whole season. It it's it has to do with the negaverse again and I've said it more than once already and I'll say it again. They expend so much energy 
trying to suck energy away from the humans and away from the earth, if they just stop trying to suck so much energy, they might actually save some energy and have the energy that they need. If they um, just the other, sucked they all get, the energy out of their bad guys, then they would have enough energy. <laughs> the only one that they actually get real energy from is Molly because of her love for Nephilite. They get yep. a lot of energy from Molly, enough to wake up the Negaverse to the point where the Negaverse the nega starts force. talking to them. Negaforce. Starts talking to them and telling yeah. them what they need to know. That's when they find out they're supposed to be looking for the Seven Shadows. So I think that's good. I just think that they spend so much energy trying to get energy it, it just seems pointless um, yeah. to me I mean I understand that's how you make 40 episodes out of what could have been 12 or 16 I get it that's how they dragged out the whole season by having them chase after energy but yeah. I otherwise I really enjoyed it the other thing that I think that they need to get rid of which we skipped over and we've told you we were skipping over was Sailor Moon says Sailor, says Sailor Moon says. says pointless it's oh, pointless God. it was a little you know way to like you know encourage little kids kids and make them feel good and it's just it pointless. was so dumb and then they keep going through through the next um season two with, with sailor says and then they just start like recycling them because they can't yeah. think of new things yeah. it's really dumb and after oh, a while they don't scene... even relate to the episode so there's one scene because we we talked about how they keep cutting out all these scenes and then they show up in other places the one scene that we talked about previously about um in the, the, first in the princess diamond season, episode right the princess diamond episode when they fall out the window that they had cut that scene out and in the flashback when he he's healed they see the scene where they're falling down the window yep they bring it back and it's and like wait that didn't happen because they cut it. it they cut it out so we couldn't see it and then all of a sudden they show it in a flip and it, it kind of looks weird because yeah, yeah it's, it's it really belong. out of place it didn't belong but it's a beautiful scene i wish they had shown the actual scene in yeah because it's so cute like she catches them with the umbrella i just yep. hmm. but you know next season when we do next season and you know later <laughs> there's so much in next season <laughs> yeah what's the next thing that we're gonna cover because you requested gonna, this. So now we've decided to change it up. We've done some television. We, we did a movie. Do, we did a TV show. Now we're doing a book. And I, in case you hadn't figured it out, we really like Harry Potter. So we're going to do the Sorcerer's Stone. We're going to read it. We're going to discuss it in the next podcast. Yeah, that's going to be fun. Yeah, and we're not doing one of those chapter by chapter things as far as like an episode oh, chapter. Oh, no. Because we've no. got too many things we want to discuss we with you only, guys and argue over. We only made this season into two episodes because she was like oh there's so much to talk about we have to make it into two episodes and there's so much to watch we would yeah. be waiting too long to watch 40 episodes it, it, it's just not enough time i mean i figured um, it might be two episodes but i thought we would like watch all 40 episodes and then i'd have to split it up but this worked out really well too because then mm -hmm. we could you know take a break and then yeah so worked. next we'll do harry potter the sorcerer's stone the book as it as it's we'll called in that. america it's the sorcerer's stone and not the philosopher's to. stone because yeah. apparently americans don't know what a philosopher is <laughs> we also don't know what science is here but that's beside the point <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're not going there. <laughs> well, we're gonna, I'm going to end the podcast with something very simple, though. Wear your mask. Wash your hands. Be yeah. safe, everyone. I, I already posted a meme of that, um, of Sailor Mars wearing her mask. Be like Sailor Mars. Wear a mask, okay? Yep. Um, so, you guys can find us. We are at Fandom Gone Wrong on Twitter, Fandoms Gone Wrong Pod on Instagram. All of our links are going to be in the description. You can email us, like, whatever. Like, I don't know, suggestions about what you want us to do questions you have fandoms gone wrong pod at gmail.com we're also um, on facebook also, yes we're also on facebook we're on, we're fandoms on facebook. gone wrong pod and if you want to send us you know your
your idea of what went wrong and what you would change, we'd be glad yeah, to take go that ahead. too. Absolutely. Tweet at us, message us, email us, do whatever. Um, you can also find me specifically at GreenPixie12 on most things, except Twitter. Somebody stole that, so I'm GreenPixie123. Um, my mother doesn't have enough social media. <laughs> so I do, but I'm keeping it private for now. Yeah, for now. Sorry. For now. So, yeah. We'll get there. That's, that's the show. We love you, awesome nerds, and we'll see you in two weeks. Yep, have a good time. Enjoy this podcast, I hope, and we'll talk about Harry Potter next. All right, bye. Bye.